The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. What is up there, Chrissy? Yeah, you know, living the dream, living the dream. Atta, Welcome home. Welcome Atta back. girl. Atta girl. You had a busy weekend? Very busy weekend. Mm-hmm. Let me get this up so I can get the chat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, even I'm getting no comments yet. Ah, right? there's Claudia. Right. There's Chris Rosinski. Oh, geez, even I'm slow today. Oh, there she is. Yeah, Honestly yeah, thing. yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I recovered yesterday nicely, but we'll get into that. Oh, Chris, great seeing you this weekend, man. Congratulations on the calls, man. Like I said, bro, keep doing what you guys are doing. You guys are absolutely on fire right now. Happy Place Barbecue, what's happening? Great Rhino, what's up, brother? All right, Chrissy, let's just get this going so we can get into it, because I am fired the fuck up. I know. We've already been talking before the show, everybody. It's, mm-hmm. This is a big one. All right, let's get into it. So today's <laughs> show is brought to you by the number one best tasting shake on the planet, Uncle Steve's Shakes. Uncle Steve's Shakes are handmade, hand-measured, hand-mixed, and hand-packed. Uncle Steve's Shake is made with the finest of ingredients and comes in 15 amazing flavors, including the newest edition, CJ's West Coast Shake, the Texas Cajun, and the All-American SPG, which is no sugar, no MSG, vegan, and keto-friendly. No matter what you're eating, Uncle Steve has a shake for it, and if you're a sauce person like me, don't forget the sauce with no name with all its peppery barbecue goodness. If you have any questions, Uncle Steve has great customer service to help you with all your shake needs. Go to UncleSteveShake.com to order your shakes today. Also, on that website, you're going to find great t- uh, tips and recipes for your rubs and shakes. You'll be amazed at just how versatile Uncle Steve shakes are. And while you're online, head on over to Facebook and join Uncle Steve Shake Nation. Stay up to date with all the latest creations made using Uncle Steve Shake. Maybe even share some of your own. It's time to step up your backyard barbecue and your competition barbecue people with Uncle Steve Shake. Shake some on everything. <laughs> Also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, I am smoking nothing because I oh am, God. I don't even got a cut off. You were on it's fire. All, you don't even I, need a I, I, right I can't. Then. I can't even right now. <laughs> I can't it. even right now. Nope. But if I was smoking, yeah. it would be because of, I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world yeah. because of Two Guys Cigars.com, and so can you. Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two guyscigars.com. Also, today's show brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Whether you're the family grill master or a professional pit master, quality tools make it easier for you to be your best on that grill. Longtime firefighter and founder of Magna Chef, Alan Fontaine knows a thing or two about fire management. He's designed these Magna Chef Gloves and the Freedom Barbecue Gloves for you to be able to get in and out of fast. With the magnetic swivel plates, you can easily slip in and out of these gloves. 
They will keep your hands cool and allow you to cook and grill safely. No more getting stuck in hot gloves. Depending on your glove preference, MagnaChef has two fantastic options for you. We have the classic MagnaChef barbecue glove made of food-grade silicon, web-fit for a firmer grip, dishwasher safe, one-size-fits-all, and heat rated up to 500 degrees Fahrenheit. Or if you're more a traditional five-finger glove user, we have the Freedom Barbecue Gloves. That's a five-finger flexible and pliable grip. Four-inch long cuff to protect your forearms, made of heat-resistant neoprene, heat rated up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit. These gloves help extend your time over that fire. Both styles of MagnaChef gloves are great for barbecue and kitchen use. Head on over to MagnaChef.com today. That's M-A-G-N-E-Chef.com today. Order yourself a pair of each. And at the checkout, make sure you use the promo code FREEDOMLIVES for 10% off your order. MagnaChef barbecue gloves, master the fire. Freedom barbecue gloves, take a stand Free your hand. And oh, did the Freedom Gloves put in work this weekend. I bet they Do you did. know how hot a cast iron pan full of uh, frying oil gets when it's sitting right on top of the coals? Nope. Neither do I because I couldn't feel it with the Freedom Gloves. Wow. They protected and did what they said. That's so awesome. at least it was up to 931 <laughs> yeah. degrees or there 32. Couldn't feel it. But we'll get into that. That was all. That was a time. That was the highlight of the weekend. That was the highlight of the weekend Mm. doing that. Um, But also brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com, which put in some work this weekend. Uh, uh, My buddy, brother Ian Hemming, is building what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards out of Magnolia, Texas. These cutting boards take an absolute beating from the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop board, to the massive 18 by 36 inch brisket board and the pizza board for that perfect even slice every time. Uh, All the boards UV protected, uh, deep lip reservoir to catch all that juicy goodness, whether the judges think it is or not. We'll get to that too. Um, Rubber nubs on the bottle, so even on a wet surface, the boards will not slide on you. Uh, Multicolors available, multicolor combos are available. Engraving, your team name, your your own name, whatever you want, Ian can take care of it. Check him out at customcuttingboardsrs.com and tell him I sent you. That's customcuttingboardsrs.com. That's the letter R, us.com. A special shout out to Ryan Newland of Backline Fabrication, the maker of Miss Mary, and um, everything he did to make this weekend happen. So, my brother, thank you so much. I love you. Appreciate you. And uh, kind of sorry I let you down, brother, but we went through that together yesterday. But. But uh, let's see, we had Mrs. Mags, Happy, Chris Gray, Peter DeCala, what's up, brother? Long time. Bo Clock, what's up, brother? That is my boy Carter's dad. Uh-huh. Daddy Dutch, what's happening? Mad Max calling you out. Marty, what's up, brother? Damn it, boy. Dave LaConte, Ken McGinnis, what's happening? So, I'm back from the dead. Mm-hmm. I was tired. I was tired yesterday. I'm sure. Did all the cleaning up and 
washing everything, putting everything away, degreasing everything, and whew. But busy weekend, long weekend, tremendous fun weekend. It all started, and yes, Dutch, we're recapping the weekend. <laughs> Thanks for asking. It wouldn't have been a competition weekend if it didn't pour like a bastard. About halfway through loading up the truck, the downpours came. I am uh, soaked. Soaked. Got everything loaded up, changed, out the door we went. Up to Hiram, Maine, the Cora Care Ride for support of the Shriners Hospital. Great competition, great event for a greater cause. It's already on the books for next year, August 16th through the 18th, 2024. It's already on the calendar, ready to go. I will not miss this. It was such a great time. So we get up there, trying to get set up. The smoker won't cooperate backing up, backing in with me. So we wound up pissing me off, so I muscled it in there, lifting the thing up in the air and putting it down. And, but then trying to configure the, the tent setup, because now we have tents that are te- attached to the canopy. So it was a cluster. You know, thank you, Mrs. Mag, for your patience with me, because I knew I was a spoiled little brat during that time. But we finally get set up, going through everything, and here comes the old checklist. <laughs> Damn it. It's got to be, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. Four in the afternoon, three, three, four in the afternoon, going through my stuff. It's like, where's my greens? Where's my greens for my turn-in box? Dummy, it's in the fridge. Right next to the eggs you need for the kids' queue tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. Claudia takes off to the store. Nothing. All the stores in the area are wiped out. Okay, I got to go home. So I drive from all from Hiram, Maine, back to the house, which, don't get me wrong, is only an hour. Like an hour, hour, hour and ten minutes. You know, I drive an hour and a half to work every day, back and forth. So an hour is nothing. So I go back to the house, get the greens, get the eggs. I'm coming downstairs. What do I do? I drop the friggin' eggs. <laughs> I got five eggs in this cotton left. The kids could, didn't eat. I told them they couldn't have eggs for breakfast <laughs> because I need those eggs for Saturday. So I'm walking out. Boop. Son of a. Open it up. One of them cracks. I'm like, okay, I still got four. There was, either, there was either five or six. So I, I wound up with like four eggs. Enough to do what I had to do. I'm like, damn it. So anyway, get, get back up to the campsite. I'm like, okay, we're good. Got the greens, we got this, got that. <clears throat> Start throwing stuff on. So we're all meeting up. We had a couple meetings we had to do. And 
Now we get to go see the boys. You know, so we're all walking around, hanging out at each other's sites. You know, great to see people. Finally meet some more people we haven't. You know, we've always been talking and watch a show. and So got to meet a lot of people. So we get into Saturday. So Friday night, there I am trying to go to sleep on the ground. Yep. And that ain't happening. I tried like hell. So, you know, I can't sleep with my braces, knee braces on. So the ground's on level. So my knees are bending in. Oh, no. It hurts. I roll on to my left side. I have a root sticking in my ribs. I roll into the right side. Something else is popping. I'm like, damn it. I lasted until about 3 o'clock in the morning. Finally, I said, screw it. I got up and went to the blazer, put the seat back and tried. That didn't help either. Because oh, no. then the sun's peeking up. And I'm like, oh, Mrs. Mags is an early riser. She's going to want coffee. So I got to go light a chimney. So I get up. So no sleep. So then we have our meetings in the morning. And uh, that's all going well. Waiting for everything to go to get, get rolling on, uh, on the kids' queue. And then we had another meeting for, I don't know if it was for the chili and the people's choice and Oh, we 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 had an eight fifteen meeting that got it got changed to eight fifteen. Then we went back, I think, for nine o'clock for the kids' queue. Nine or ten o'clock. It was it was a ten o'clock meeting. So we go back, and that's where I met Carter and his in his family, his mother and father and his sister. Incredible people, nicest people I've ever met. They were. Awesome. We had such a great time. Um, so we get back to the site and we're getting in because at this point, kids' queue turn in is at three o'clock. So we had we had a bunch of time, but we had to do the chili turn in, had to do the people's choice turn in, and oh, I had the El Pastor. Oh, I saw the video. pineapple yeah. going on the rotisserie all morning. Guys are coming over and going, "What? What the hell are you cooking?" I go, what do you mean? He goes, I can smell it over there. Mm-hmm. On the other end, he goes, I go, ah, don't you worry about that. But we're doing that. Got all that finished. And uh, in, in, in between that, you know, a bunch of the guys had come through for a little gift package for Kata. Now, Kata's seven years old. First time ever cooking. You know, he's gone in through the, been to the events numerous times. But this is the first time ever participating in the kids' queue. So he was all jacked up about it. So we had called about the week before. And like when we had Kathy on. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, my two guys don't want to do nothing. I go, so if you bump into a team or one of the kids who wants to do something, let me know. She called me that Saturday. We had a team back out. Something came up, they can't do it. They were teamed up. I'm like, let's go. So I called him, and I, and I talked to his, Carter's father, Bo, on the phone. And Carter was there. He was being shy on the phone. But he wanted to do uh, chicken nuggets. I'm like, okay, we can do something with that. And uh, he likes sweet. So we decided we're going we're gonna to do a spinoff of chicken and waffles. Holly makes these little individual waffles, you know, about that, you know, that big. I don't know what you want to call it. So I tried to make a waffle pocket oh. and stuff that with bacon and the 
chicken and and everything. So we, we got it going on that. But wanna wanna thank the Salinas boys for sending out a t shirt for Carter. Big Salinas barbecue t shirt. Wanna thank the Texas Barbecue Chapter boys for all the stickers and a couple of the koozies, which was kind of funny watching a seven year old walking around with a can of juice in a beer koozie. <laughs> Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> but, the, you know, and then Uncle Steve, of course, uh, a hat, stickers, uh, T-shirt, cups. For those watching, oh, we know. And there, there's, there's the, the chicken and waffle the, pocket right there. Chicken waffle pocket. Fried chicken. Yes, please. Bacon, stuffed inside a waffle pocket. Oh. Maple syrup, special organic maple syrup made by a friend of their family. Filled the inside of the pocket, so when you bit in, you got this wonderful sweetness, wonderful goodness. And of course, the outside is garnished with what? But Uncle Uncle Steve's sweet dessert shake. Yes, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. But yeah, we had a blast. I'm holding the the cast iron. God is flipping the bacon. Got the bacon done. We move on to the chicken. Lifting it up with the tongs. I'm temping it, make sure it's good. Got it. We've got it all in. Turned it in. Boom. Seventh place call on the kids' queue. 19 kids, the biggest kids' queue they ever had at this event. So I'm so proud of him. He did so good. He was pumped. Um, But yeah, it was so much fun. So much fun. They. They were great people. Carter was awesome. Everybody, you know, we like I said, we we literally spent the entire day together, That's cool. and it was just such a good time. And I go, Carter, I go, if you're in for next year, man, I'm in. Yeah. I go, I go. We'll talk to Kathy and it's me and you, brother. We got a whole year to figure out menus to really take it down next year. But you know, t- oh, there's Bo. Yep. Carter had an amazing time. He is grilling in the backyard now. Thank you so much. Oh, that was the other thing. Tom, Kathy's husband, the two of them came back and go, "Hey, we had some of these left." Hands me. Uh, he goes, "Give this to Carter." The 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 little the jumbo Joe or little Joe, whatever they call it, Weber kettle. Oh, awesome. So he got the grill. He wanted to do burgers, and it, he's ready to go. We we created a monster. He's been unleashed. I love it. All right. So, but yes, the event itself. What an event! Yeah, it sounds like an amazing experience. Kathy and Tom are savages. Savages. They did not stop. We got up there probably. 11 o'clock in the morning, and they were going full force. They were buzzing around. Kathy put a post out later Friday night that she had done over 14,000 steps. And half the time she was in a golf cart. So do the math on that. That's how much running around she did outside the golf cart running around. But, yeah, they were amazing. It was flawless. They thought of everything. They bailed my ass out Friday night because I was in a spot and we had power because I needed to run the rotisserie and I needed to run the waffle maker. 
I was in a 30-amp spot. I don't have a 30-amp adapter to plug all my stuff in. So I'm think, trying to think going, how the hell am I going to make these waffles? I'm trying to, literally trying to figure out, make a couple little ones in a pan to see if I can actually fold them into a taco if they stay. Didn't work. They had come back late night to do a final check. They checked in on you all day long. Do you need anything? Do you need ice? Do you need this? They were taking care of you. The professionalism and the care that Tom, Kathy and Tom had, beyond reproach. I'm like, I I go, I'm kind of screwed. I go, I don't got no power. I go, Rico thought he had an adapter for me, but he has it the wrong end. Kathy goes, Tom, go to the car. There should be one in there. Comes out with a sleep. Boom. 30 amp adapter. I'm up and running. Power. We're ready to rock. You know, little things like that. Yeah. That they, they've been competitive. They're competitors, but also promoters. So they know what can possibly go wrong and what can possibly be, be forgotten. And they had it covered. You know, so they saved my ass on the power aspect of it. So, like I said, we got into it and it was great. Um, let's see who it is. <laughs> Eric, what's up, brother? Carol Ann, how are you? Harold, what's going on? Ben Ross, what's up? Ben got a couple calls this weekend. Congratulations, brother. There's my boy, Rico. What's up, brother? Glad everything is going good with mom. I'm feeling better. Casey, what's happening? Yeah, there we go. We caught up. And, uh... So we were, oh yeah, saving my ass Friday night. We already talked about Saturday. Don't know how we finished on the chili. Don't know how we finished on the um, People's Choice Now Pastor. They only called top three. Oh. And there was no list of where everybody else, but it was fine. That's, it it was about the kids. Yeah. Because they took everything else and sold it. So whatever, they took whatever samples they needed out of the chili. Then the rest of the pot, they sold samples to the public. So all the, everything there was straight donations right. for Shriners Hospital, and it was incredible. So, the, oh, then we had the, the rib, one meat, which I didn't, um, I didn't sign up for, but then Kathy had sent a text out, hey, can any team do like three or four racks? I got three or four done. I'm like, Kathy, send them over. So Tom dropped them over, so I made ribs for the for the rib auction. So we have the one meat cook and they start at how whatever place however many people were participating so they say say there were 30 teams participating. So they start at the 30th place. Come up, say what you did with your flavor profiles, then they auction the ribs, the rest of the ribs you cooked for that off. So the bidding starts, $5, $10, do I got 20 oh, 25 and did, boom, 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 all the way up to one. And there were some numbers getting thrown out. Um, you know, the ones I did uh, got auctioned off for $200. Jeepers. There was another guy, another rack of rib, bunch of rack of ribs. We're, we're talking pounds of ribs. Mm-hmm. And... Went for $500 and just in all that money straight to Shriners Hospital. 
You know, so it was fun. It was exciting. I'm trying not, I'm a fidgety person when I'm sitting around. So I'm up right up in front in clear sight. I'm trying not to move in case I'm I'm in on that $500 one. Next thing you know, I own a $500, 10 pounds of ribs. I'm trying not to move, not to flinch, not to, my nose is itching. I'm trying not to (laughs) do anything. But, so then (coughs) we, um, so Saturday ends. Once again, I can't sleep because now I'm excited. Now it's game time. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to clean up, got to get everything ready and where whatever spot it needs to be to for go time. So it was go time. Cook went great. Chicken came out amazing. I know you got the picture of the chicken. Yeah, there you want me to start. With sure, let's show it. Now, guys, if, you, if you're watching, you can see. If you're not watching, just go to my social media. Yeah. My Facebook. The, the, the post is up there of all my turn All right. There's the gold. There's my box of chicken. chicken. Good looking box of chicken. The trim could have been better. The even pieces could have been better. You know, I dealt with what I did. I, I used my chicken pans back in June, but they made them come out like they were too small. So I went straight on a regular cooling rack, did them that way, butter bath them after. Boom, boom, boom. So, you know, yes, there's some points, and but the skin, perfect. Bite through, flavorful, tender, beautiful. Beautiful. Turn them in all damn day long. Okay. How do we rank? 39th. Huh. So, like I said, I don't know what the hell these judges want. Okay. I ha- I'm not naming names to anybody. So don't even text me, message me, ask who said what. I'm not naming names. Mm-mm. I had people come up afterwards. Hey, you know, after everything's said and done. So this chicken has been sitting for an hour and a half. Because chicken was the first one in. 130 is brisket. They're like, Johnny, this chicken's amazing. I turned this on all day. And there's guys who do this week in, week yeah. out, consistent cooks, consistent calls. They're like, dude, you're walking today with this chicken. Yeah. 39th. Okay. Nine's in appearance. So the little kick here or there on the chicken was not taken into thing. Nine's, I'm sorry, one judge, I believe, gave me an eight in appearance, which okay. is Eight is very good. You know, nine is excellent. Eight is very good. Okay. So that was that. So obviously I don't find this out till obviously after. Yeah. Then came the ribs. These ribs were beautiful. Beautiful pullback. You can't see it in the picture because I was angled. If I was more over the top. So on the top of the ribs had the beautiful pullback on the bones. White. Clean bones, not the charred black bones. Clean bones. These were beautiful. One bite, left the thing, great taste, great tenderness. Same thing, the boys agreed. 31st ribs. Okay. Okay. Get to the pork. Still the trimming of the pork is an issue. I still got to get it very round. The, the ones on the left yeah, were more it. rounded. And you got this shadow in there that sucks. Yeah. 
but I kind of got a little split on the top. Ah. There's the pork. Still good. Like I said, I'm not naming names, but a good friend of mine came over with his pork. Goes, hey, you want to taste this? Absolutely. His was fantastic. Out of this world. So he tasted mine, and he goes, took a bite, and he goes, what do you think? I go, what do I think? I go, I think the flavor's good. I go, I think it's, you know, it's a good eat. I go, I think it's a little tight. But other than that, it's not a bad. I go, I go, it's a middle of the pack pork. He goes, yeah. He goes, you should really take it a little further to this. Let it rest and it'll come back down to where you want it. Okay. And he knows they pulled a second place pork. I'm not naming names, but you can go and look and you'll figure out what team. I'm not mentioning, like I said, no names. I wind up with a 21st place pork. Very happy with that. Yeah. Because that's where I thought it was going to be a middle crack. Then the damn brisket. Let's bring up the brisket. Yep. There it is. I have no issue on my brisket scores. I was 46 out of 46. This brisket was fucking terrible. I don't know. I had spots that it went in like butter, spots that it went in tough, literally an inch away. It went in like butter. I just, I just couldn't get it to goddamn work. So Claudia says I did. I cut them a little thicker than I usually do. So that, who the hell knows? But like I said, I, I got no issue on my brisket score because it was shit. No problem. Got no problem with the pork score. It was middle of the pack. Like I said, it was it was a little tight. I should have took it a little higher. I uh, should have took it about another 10 degrees. But middle of the pack, I'm happy with that. Yeah. The ribs and the chicken, I am bullshit about now. Like I said, I had guys who walk every friggin' weekend. Telling me those are walking today. That chicken is walking today. 39th. Yeah, like even if it wasn't going to walk, you think, all right, but I'm still going to at least be up there a little, right? Like maybe there are yeah. some people being extra nice. You know, right? But even still, at that level, you think. You know. Somewhere in the Top mid- 20? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. Because at, at some of these points with, with the places, we're talking a Split tenth pairs, right? yeah. of a point, a hundredth of a point. You know, yep. but man, then the, then the ribs, the same thing. So I don't know what these judges are looking for. I really don't, hmm. you know, do, should I take a judge in class? Maybe I don't know, but you know, I, and, and what got me more was, and I, and I was talking to somebody Sunday before we were pulling out to leave for the day. And I asked him about the judging. And especially the judging for the kids' cue mostly. Because, like I said, I'm a grown-ass man. The 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 score's the score. Bottom line, I can sit here and smack my hand and step on my soapbox all I want. The scores are in. The scores are done. That's that. That's fine. You know, I'm back to the drawing board because now you pissed me off. So now my grocery bill's going to go up because now I got to fuck around with this shit even more. But 
the kids' cue scores. Okay. I understand that in the scoring system, there needs to be integrity. I get that. But as far as a kid's cue goes, I believe there should be a little bit, a little bit of lenience going on. Okay? The kid's cue was formed to get the kids involved in what the parents are doing. The kids' queue is formed to create the next batch of pitmasters to continue on this crazy shit we do every damn weekend. Because it is insane what we do. You know, time-wise, price-wise, travel-wise, everything we do, we are crazy for doing what we do, but we love what we do. And the kids are the future of our sport, of competitive cooking. And like I said, Carter crushed it. Seventh place call. I couldn't be more proud of him. But I'm looking at the scores. Now, these kids don't know what the hell the scores are. Some of them do who cook every weekend. You know, you get to understand it all. But I'm looking, and there were great scores. You know, there was one judge gave it gave it a 999. Perfect score on the comment card. But on the comment card, it said on the bottom, chicken was a little dry. Didn't ding him on the score. But there was your comment. The the chicken was a little dry. Because that judge knows this is a kid doing this. I had another asshole go 777. And the person I was talking to before I went, he goes, are you serious? He goes, you have the sheet? I go, yeah. And he looked at it. He goes, I can't believe this shit. He goes, this is the shit that pisses me off. He goes, because like you said, this is for the kids. This is the future of this. And to ding a kid, give kids sevens, who half of the kids probably never cooked before. Or very rarely. You know, we're doing the best with what we can with chicken. You know, and there was some, the creativity of these kids is phenomenal. But yeah, these judges, it's like, you know, I understand the integrity aspect of it, but it's a kid. It's the future. Give the kid a break. You're going to be that much of a prick to put 777 on a kid's dish. Yeah. You know, the, the 999, chicken was a little dry. Yeah. Gave him the benefit of the doubt. Here's something to work on. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's like, God damn, I don't know what these judges go for. And, you know, to, 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 and listen, anybody from KCBS or a KCBS certified judge, you want to call and talk, you want to come on and we'll, we'll discuss the scoring system, please do. Get in touch with me. We'll set it up the next available day, date I have. You know, because I'd love to know what you people are looking at and what you were thinking. Because it, it literally changes that much. From week to week, depending on where you are. I had a guy make a comment on my thing, said, had barbecue sauce. No fucking shit. (laughs) No kidding it had barbecue sauce. Yeah, is it not meant to or allowed to? What does that mean? Was there too much? Was there not enough? Was the sauce overpowering? Was it this? What did it is? There was barbecue sauce. 
Thank you for stating the fact, Thank Captain you. Obvious. On my brisket. Yeah. Dry. Gotcha. Pepper. No shit. Name one beef rub or seasoning rub for beef that doesn't have pepper. Yeah. What are you doing? So he wanted more pepper? He wanted less pepper? Just said pepper? Just said pepper. Cool. Good to know. Thank you. What is this? The Guess the Ingredients competition? You're right, Chef. It's better than 555. True. But one of, the, one of those on the brisket was uh, 866, something like that, maybe 766. So let me ask you this then. You, you're saying that, like, like, back to the drawing board, my ingredients list is going to go up because I'm going to try something else. But the way you're talking, you could potentially go and hand it exactly the same stuff, maybe not the brisket, okay, but same chicken, same pork somewhere else, and you rank far, far higher. Like, I know do it, you go and re, re- oh, rework everything, or do you try it again somewhere else? On my else? next one? Yeah. I am rerouting the whole, I, I'm okay. blowing the whole thing up, okay. and I'm going with a former guest. Like okay. I said, not naming names. But the discussion I was having with this person about the judging was saying, it, he goes, the problem is, it's an older judging system. It's an old, the judges are older. Okay. They're set in their ways. Things have come so far away from what they're used to. They kind of stick with what they do. So I'm going to roll with a special little something that one of the guests had said that he went back to. Okay. And I'm going to give that a shot. And I'm going to see what it was. And I'm, or then I'm not going to play with my mix and this. I'm going to go one rub. Right, right. One rub, one sauce. Yep. All the, everything. Yeah. I'm going to put the sweetest goddamn rub I can on the brisket. See what the hell happens. Mm. I'm done trimming competition brisket. I've... Comp trim brisket twice, and they both came out like shit. Okay, yeah. I'm doing backyard trim, taking the hot fat off, taking some on the fat cap down, and then I'm running. I don't give a shit if I got to start Saturday afternoon to have it done for turning. Because the ribs I cook, um, the brisket I cook, regular, great bend, great flop, juicy as can be. Two comp trim briskets at comps. Not doing it for you. Not doing it for me. I'm going back to the old style, whether it's going to be completely even or not. I can just imagine what this goddamn chat is looking on. Judges class will not help much. That's exactly what I think. And here's the thing with the judging class. You can be a judge, KCBS certified judge, by going to a class on a Saturday. They teach you everything. Fine. I got no problem with that. They give you a baseline to do. You can become a KCBS master judge which that entails you need to judge a certain number of contests okay then you have in order to become a master judge you have to actually go out in the grounds and cook with one of the teams I think you should actually have to do that to become a judge. To actually see what the hell goes on here. Yeah. yeah. Because I can be sitting here and go ahead, call me a crybaby, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm a grown ass man. I can take it. But this shit just you can't just get, you know, I'm thinking about that goddamn chicken. Yeah. You know, it's like, damn it. This stuff doesn't just happen on Sunday in a pier in front of you. This starts on Monday. This starts weeks in advance. 
finding that right brisket, finding the right fuck ribs. Yeah. You know, this starts weeks in advance. And you start on Monday getting your stuff together, getting your equipment together, doing your trimming, getting it all resealed, you know, getting your flavor profiles, getting your sauces made, getting your injections made. This isn't the just show up and light a fire and away you go. Yeah. A little bit of thought. You know, there's some there's a lot of work that goes into it. Uh, had a blast all weekend. Absolutely. I, you know. That is why Cook will stick with a bunch of judges that like his cue, they follow the judges. That you know, that that's another thing. You know, you gotta you know, someone told me afterwards the the, the main contest. For some reason, the main judges, they don't like sauce. So maybe I should have gone a little lighter. I don't friggin' know. When you just said it has barbecue sauce on it, what the hell is that supposed to mean? You know, whoo, <laughs> Matt, relax, you watch the hot, watch the hot, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's too, it's like you said, chef says, oops, it's too late. Cook us will make you pull your hair out. You know, oops, too late. Yeah, that's right. It's already gone. But, you know, it, we live we live to cook another day. You know, yeah. like I said, it, the, the scores are in. There ain't nothing you can fucking change. No. But it's like, Jesus Christ, can we just get, you know, a fucking idea? Like I said, I had a guy taste my chicken who is a top competitor and goes, Johnny, I will turn this in seven days a week. You are walking today with this. You're going to get your first KCBS walk with this chicken and come back 39th. It's like, what the Christ? I don't know. Yeah, something doesn't care. I don't know. And like I said, any judge out there or any member of KCBS wants to hear me rant and wants to come on and uh, enlighten us. Enlighten us on the little process. Dude, I'm more than happy to have you. You know? But like I said, all in all, other than the judging, yeah. This event was tremendous. If you're out of state and you're ever thinking about coming up this way, you know, to cook an event, this is the event to cook. Kathy, and, like I said, Kathy, I can't, I can't praise Kathy and Tom enough. You know, I, I'm, you know, Heidi and Matt from Matt's Backyard Barbecue, they vended all weekend on top of yeah. the competition. You know, they were working their asses off all weekend. You know, Rico was running around doing his thing. You know, ran into his, you know, some things that happened with him. You know, which thankfully everything's working out well. You know, but, you know, the guys vending, helping Matt and, you know. You know, everybody came together. And like I'm saying, I'm not just blowing smoke saying this one tried my thing and said I'm going to get a walk. This this these legit happens, and like I said, especially with my pork, they didn't just say, "Hey, this is good." He that's this gentleman asked me, "What do you think of it?" I go, "I think it's a little tight." Go, "The flavor's there, but it's a little tight." Yeah. He goes, "You're right." You know, it's that it's that welcoming criticism. Yeah. That hey, I'm not. We're friends. I ain't gonna blow smoke up your ass. Yeah. If there's something wrong with what you did, I'm gonna tell you. Because I want you to improve. I want this competition to be that tenth of a freaking point. Because that gets exciting. Yeah. You know? 
and did bragging rights for the next one. Oh, you you owe me ten a tenth of a point. Yeah, That's exactly. what you owe me. Yeah. You know that stuff. Always helping each other improve. So there was no lying and bullshitting. This is tremendous. It don't happen. You know, because yeah. we just want everyone to improve yeah. on everything. Kathy and Tom did a great job in their nonstop. Chris, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Jen, believe me, I want to make the Danny Deeds next year so bad. I think we should get some boys together. I don't know, Matt. What are you doing? Chris, what are you doing? We should go down uh, to Texas uh, Labor Day weekend next year. There you go. But, but yeah, like I said, all in all, great event. It's already on the calendar for next year. Nod won't miss this one. And any, like I said, anybody else thinking about coming up, this is the one to come to. This is the one to come to. You know, congratulations, all the boys got to work, all the walks and calls, well-deserved. You know, Ben Ross, you know, hit it on people's choice. I think he made this wonderful Texas corn dish. Chris is in. Chris is in. There he he is. Uh, You know, um, the, the, the husband and wife from Dumber Barbecue. Out of Dummer, New Hampshire. Yes, there is a town, Dummer. That's how the name got called. Got calls, first ever competition. Got ribs calls, fantastic. Awesome. Congratulations, guys. It was great meeting you. And, oh, did they make this pudding shot. All types of flavors ooh. that they came around with Friday night and Saturday night. Ooh, mudslide, some tequila, jalapeno one, which was fantastic. Wow. Oh, great stuff. But, you know, great seeing everybody. Yeah. Can't wait to hang out for another weekend, which is all. Yeah. Oh, Matt's in, too. I missed that. Look, Matt's in. Look. Matt and Chris are in. Uh-oh. Yeah, Watch cool. out now. Oh, boy. Watch out now. Ooh, wouldn't we stir up some shit of like in New Hampshire, yeah. New, New, New England guys come down to Texas and woo yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. But well, I'm glad you had a good time overall. Oh, yeah. Overall, <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> little tremendous. discrepancy with the can't do it. Like I said, the, the, the chicken pissed me off. Yeah, <laughs> the chicken pissed me off. But uh, right. but yeah, the, the the weekend was it was it was a full weekend of family, friends, food, fun. Any other F's you want to put in on it. Not to the judges, though. You know, hey. we've got an F for the judges, <laughs> for sure. But uh, it is what it is. We live to cook another day. But that's what it, at the end, that's what it comes down to. That's the friends, it. the family, and having fun, doing what we love, week in, week out. Cooking meat in a field, in a Hell campground, yeah. a parking lot, wherever. This is what we do, and we love it, and we're... We're batshit crazy for doing it, but there could be worse things we're doing. Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that's it. Next week, we have the folks from Good Charcoal Company joining us. They reached out a few weeks ago. We finally set up a date. I know a lot of the boys out there were using Good Charcoal this weekend. So it would be good to catch up with them. But uh, you know the rigor and roll. Hit the subscribe button, all the notifications. The links are down below. Thank you all. I needed this like therapy. This is good. I feel so much better. Glad but- we could all help you. <laughs> <laughs>
I love you all. It was a great weekend with all you. Thank you all for whoever, everybody who sent everything. The Selena's boys, Texas Barbecue Chapter, Uncle Steve. You, you guys hooked up Carter Huge. Carter, I'm proud of you, brother. You did great. I can't wait to cook with you again. I can't wait to see what you pull out on that new Weber, son. Keep it up. Uh, till next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.